Tolva Tuesday, no Tolva. So instead, we got Bryce Martino. We got one half of the Pinstripe Pals, first-timer, Ian Lynch, on Wavelengths today. Um, I'd really just like to talk about how much I dislike Mac Jones, but I have to cater towards all fans. Um, so, Bryce, I'm going to start with you. What's the team that won in Week 10 that you're not confident in the rest of the way? Nope. I got going Niners. I don't like what I've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo so far. I think they ran into a very good Rams team that's just in a slump right now, and they'll get it going down in the future. But, <clears throat> sorry, um, I just don't think they're all the way there yet. They still need some more corners. I know they've had a lot of injuries there. They've had some injuries at pass rusher everywhere, but I think they still need a year or two to really get it together. Ian, same question, but what's a team with a positive record that won? I I just wanted to say like the Patriots, but you know that I'm gonna let everyone get their space. But what's like a team with a winning record that's in a playoff spot right now that won and you don't think is gonna make it? That won? Yeah. Uh I'd have to go with the Colts. I just uh I mean they're four and five or five and five right now. And even though, you know, Jonathan Taylor has been carrying that team for multiple weeks now, um, I just don't think there's any way that they can beat uh, the Tennessee Titans for that division. Uh, they might be able to get into a wild card spot, but it, it's going to, it's going to be very close. It's, you know, they're kind of inconsistent, you know, uh, Carson Wentz has been up and down all season with, uh, you know, trying to throw the deep ball and, you know, being very inconsistent. So uh, they're going to be a team to look out for. That's a, that's a great segue into something Bryce will know all about the five and five Colts take on the six and three bills this Sunday in Buffalo. Bryce, what are we expecting from that? You know, I really just hope we can stop that run game because they got three very good running backs. I know we've been very good uh, against the run lately, but uh, we've been missing, or we missed uh, starting with two late last, last week on the COVID list. Um, last year, his loss of his presence really hurt us like big time. But um, I'm not a huge fan of that passing game, honestly, that the Colts have. Carson Wentz has been very inconsistent lately. Um, I don't think they have another receiver after Michael Pittman that can really uh, drive the ball down the field after the catch. But, you know, that offensive line is great. It's going to be hard to get to the quarterback, I think. But on offense, I don't think they have anyone to stop uh, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, or even Josh Allen, really. If Dawson Knox can get 100% healthy, I think he can have a big impact in this game, too. You guys believe in trap games? No. No, not really. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask anyways. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> teams with matchups this week that I feel like could start a slippery slope. Cardinals, Seahawks. Cowboys, Chiefs isn't really a trap game. That's just a, a really good game this week. Bengals, Raiders, Saints, Eagles. 
Washington Panthers just because, like, both teams, I feel like, are still in the mix in a way. And Lions-Browns. I was waiting for you to mention that game. Of those five or six games, if one of those teams loses, who has – or who would that propel downwards? Well, you guys think – I'll repeat the teams. Lions-Browns, Niners-Jags, Saints-Eagles, Bengals-Raiders, Cowboys-Chiefs, Cardinals-Seahawks. I guess we'll take off the Jaguars and, yeah, the Lions. So – those 10 or whatever teams who, if they lose that, that's the beginning of the end. Uh, for me, I'd say the Kansas city chiefs, uh, Patrick Mahomes has had a very unfamiliar season to say the least. I think this was something that nobody expected to happen. Um, and I think the Dallas Cowboys are finally a legit powerhouse in the NFC They've looked really good all season long. Um, And I think that offense isn't going to stop from what they did to the Falcons a week ago. Uh, I just don't see Kansas City being able to keep up with them with the inconsistency that they've had all year. Uh, And I think if they lose this game to Dallas, it's going to be the end of their season uh, because I definitely think the Chargers and the Raiders are going to fight the whole way for that division. You know, this is a year you got to capitalize when you're one of those teams and the Chiefs are having this type of time. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would say. I got to go with the Browns. You know, uh, Baker Mayfield hurt his knee. Um, they're missing two good running backs still with Kareem Hunt, who knows how long Nick Chubb's going to be out for still. I don't know if he came back yet, but you could tell last week, I forget who they played. Um, they the just didn't really – yeah. They played uh, the Patriots. Yeah, that's right. Um, they just didn't really have it, I don't think, on both sides of the ball, really. Um, on offense, they just couldn't get things clicking, really. Baker Mayfield couldn't get the ball down the field. It took a while for Dearness Johnson to, you know, get in a groove. They're missing Nick Chubb, you could definitely tell. Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett didn't really have a presence all that much against Mac Jones. I, Ian brought it up, the Chargers. The Chargers-Steelers, I feel like for both teams, whoever loses, like we can just write them off. I don't even know how the Steelers are still like where they are. And I think people are, I don't know, starting to believe in them a little bit. I don't I don't see it. I don't know I how they hung around with Lions last week. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's the typical Steelers thing that the Steel- when the Steelers make the playoffs, again, somehow, it'll be because of that tie. I guarantee you. Yeah. That's just how it is with them. And the Chargers, if they lose, I feel like it'll be like, <laughs> all right, they were good, you know, first September, October story. But, you know, if they lose, I think that that's their time. Uh, the Chiefs. I like that pick, Ian. Because it's weird that we're hesitant to think that the Chiefs can't hang with another offense. Because I just don't think that their defense can stop Dallas that many times and their offense can be that efficient, you know? Like, Mahomes is throwing interceptions, which we were saying for weeks we've never seen before. But now it's becoming the 2021 normal for him. So it, it's really, you know, who... Yeah, 
and it might be becoming. They have little to no run game, so it's really going to be how far can Mahomes battle uh, with Prescott for. I, just the how we've seen Mahomes this year, I don't think it's going to be good. And, you know, you got Trayvon Diggs on the other side of the ball who's having a, you know, defensive player of the year type of year. We've seen time and time again that one-dimensional teams don't really go far against very good teams. Like for the Bills, for instance, they were beaten up on dominant – or sorry, bad teams the whole regular season last year. Once you got to the Ravens, the Chiefs, they just were at a standstill the entire time. You need a good run game to um, actually keep the ball moving and win big games. I'm not sure if the Chiefs can do that this week. Interesting game I just stumbled upon this week. Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. Is this one of those trap games I was, you know, talking about that could be the potential, or has Baltimore got this one? Now Baltimore's winning. Yeah, I can't see uh, Baltimore losing this game. If they did, uh, that would be a big blow. But I definitely see them bouncing back from that Miami game because that was absolutely horrendous. All right, I like it. Uh, Flying a little bit, you know, by the seam of our pants – this week, uh, I'm going to let you two kind of think about it because you two, uh, Bryce and the Bills, obviously, Ian is a Titans fan. So you two both like teams that are considered the top team in the AFC. Obviously, Ian's Titans have the upper hand because Sean McDermott took the ball out of Tyler Bass's foot for whatever reason. So we're talking about top five AFC teams. Would any of you like to go first? Would you like me to go first and let you think about it? What do you Does want it to have do? to be in order? Yes. All right. Dang. Ooh. Yeah, I can. I can go. Right. Uh, you want me to go one two five or five two one? Up to you. All right. I'm a. I'm a start with five. Um, I think the the Bengals are up there. Um. I think they're going to win the the AFC North. Um, it's going to be close between them and the Ravens, but I do think that that connection that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have is going to, you know, help them to, you know, get over that hump and, you know, make it back to the playoffs. Um, I think that's just lethal. And Joe Mixon has had a really bounce back here. He's been healthy. Um, you know, that team's been clicking, you know, they've had a couple of hiccups, but nothing too serious where you think they're going to just fall off a cliff. Uh, four, uh, I'd probably have to go chargers. I think Justin Herbert has enough weapons over there, um, to get it done and, you know, take Mahomes down. Um, you know, I could obviously be wrong and Mahomes could have a phenomenal second half. You know, he threw for five touchdowns against the Raiders. So, you know, anything's possible when you have Patrick Mahomes uh, behind center. But I still like the Chargers. I think I think they're a good team, and I think they're due. Um, three, three I'm going to give to the Patriots, which 
I'm, I hate the Patriots. I've never, I've never liked them at all. Uh, but this team just brings like a certain type of like fire uh, that some other teams don't. And, you know, they trust Mac Jones a lot. And the past couple of weeks, they've really put up some crooked numbers on teams. And I think they're going to be a, a good team down the stretch. I don't think that they uh, beat the Bills for the AFC, but I definitely see them being a, you know, maybe an 11-win team that, you know, gets into the playoffs and, you know, could potentially have some uh, potential upsets when they get there. So, Ian, I assume I assume your top two is Titans, Bills, Bills, Titans. Yes? Right, yes, yeah. In the and playoffs. Yeah, Titans probably won head-to-head. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> do the, do the yeah Patriots I mean, we're doing it without of, Derrick Henry, so. Any of the four teams that you just said, do the Patriots beat them in the playoffs? I think the Patriots could beat the Cardinals or Bengals. Or, sorry, Chargers or Bengals. Okay. Could definitely see that happening. Um, I think the Patriots would be like the sixth seed, so they would play whoever is three. Well, yeah, if um, they play whoever's three, we'll just say I would for argument's sake, that would be that. the West. Right, so that would be the Chargers, and I could definitely see them taking it. Why are the Titans? Seen... Why are the Titans number one? Besides, of course, your rooting interest. <laughs> uh, I think our defense stepped up in a big way. Um, obviously, we had that game against the Bills where Jeffrey Simmons made that huge fourth down stop, um, and you know Sean McDermott, you know, went for the win instead of you know going for the tie and you know using Bass's foot to his advantage. Um, and I think after that win, it kind of just clicked for them. You know, they went into the Kansas City the next week and absolutely blew them out. Um, and, you know, we've just been rolling ever since, even though we lost Derrick Henry uh, with that foot injury to the game against the Colts. You know, it didn't stop this team. It didn't stop their drive to, you know, get over that hump. And I think it's going to take them a long way. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get Henry back for the playoffs. Uh, and then they're full seam ahead with, you know, him. They'll still be able to util- utilize AP and McNichols, you know, really have some different options out there to confuse opponents' defenses. All right, Bryce, your turn. All right. I'm going to go in a different order. Number one, I'm going Titans, too. It's going to be Titans and Bills. Uh, but Titans, number one, because – well, I thought they were going to, you know, take a step back once Derrick Henry got hurt because he was the life of that offense. They were just running it 30 times with him and just forgot to pass the whole season. But um, I think Tannehill and A.J. Brown really stepped up in a big way for this team. Adrian Peterson, I he's shown that he can still play somewhat, you know, somewhat enough where they can still be in – still be in games but like Ian said that defense stepped up great for them like better than I expected them to be lately so uh I think I'm just gonna step bills because you know why um three is Chiefs you saw what they we all know what they're capable of 
and we saw it versus Raiders. Mahomes just played lights out. He had everyone on everyone had a big game because of him. Daryl Williams stepped up in a big way. Um, Tyree Kill, I was surprised at how good of a game he had. But that defense, I was sorry. Um, I was surprised with how Sorensen played. We, he took a lot of heat earlier in the season, stepped up and uh, got a game-clinching pick. So I think if he can emerge into a decent backup safety, I think that could be good for the Chiefs' defense. Uh, number four, I got to go Chargers. Um, I just like how they've – the brand of football they've been playing. You know, that defense has looked really good with Asante Samuel there now. Uh, Joey Bosa has been playing very good football on offense. I liked earlier in the season the emergence of um, Mike Williams. He kind of took a step back. I, it was sad to see, but I think Austin Eckler is having a very good season to his uh, to his standards. Um, then number five, I got go Ravens. They've had a ton of injuries uh, so far this like before the season started. So I kind of thought they would take a step back in their division, but they've been contending with like every team so far and doing it like they didn't skip a beat. You know, Lamar Jackson's went back to his MVP level. Uh, Marquise Brown came out of nowhere with his performance so far this year. I like how their defense has been playing without Marcus Peters and without uh, Derek Wolf now. So Right. I usually don't get to go in these things, but today I do. And it's good because Patriots aren't a top five team in the AFC. I just wanted that out there. Uh, five Chargers, four Ravens, three Chiefs, two Titans, one Bills. You guys said everything about the two teams. I would just add some kind of stupid wrinkle that nobody really cares about. But I think that's no, let's pretty. Hear let's hear it. Oh, the I'm kinda, Bills. Yeah, I'm kind of interested. The Bills are just the best team in the AFC, I think. The defense is Thank you. getting there. I think you can agree with that, Brace. They're not where they want to be at this point in the season, but, you know, they're getting Especially better. Especially the pass rush. Josh Allen, I think, <laughs> you, you know, it, it, this is why it's bad. This I don't know, like, Josh Allen's week up to week 10 stats, but I know that Josh Allen has the playoff experience now. That's what you want from him. Yeah. And the run game – that needs to like they're not it's gonna go far. If 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 it's not there, if Josh Allen's leading and rushing every week, that's not good. But yeah, because we saw how many drives, sorry to interrupt, but we saw it in that wild card game how many drives just stalled out inside Buffalo territory because they couldn't get a run game going. Indy just knew what they were, they just stopped the pass and didn't worry about the run game. Yeah, so if Josh Allen just keeps playing like he is, if any running back that they have on their roster wants to do something, Matt Breida, maybe if he doesn't fumble, maybe he's the guy. Uh, Titans? I do like the presence Breida brings, though. Yeah, it's a running back that they don't really have on their roster, and if he can keep producing, I mean, it's the Jets, so what does that really we'll mean? We'll see next but, week if he's active and how well he does. Yeah. The Titans... Yeah, I'm sure they have the best resume right now, but I'm still skeptical without Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill, I feel less confident in Ryan Tannehill than I do Josh Allen leading a Super Bowl winning team. 
I don't know why. That's just how I feel about the two teams head to head. And had that game gone to overtime, do we know Tennessee would have won? We don't, but we know what we, happened. We couldn't stop the Titans offense at all. So I Yeah, but you never know. They win the coin toss, Josh Allen, 75 yards, Stefan Diggs, they win by six instead. But uh the Chiefs, I'm never gonna count out Patrick Mahomes. I I don't care. <clears throat> Who do I have for the Ravens? The Ravens, I think, will win the North. Uh I think Josh Allen. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson has to get over this like playoff stigma. I think a home playoff game beating up against the team, because I think whoever Baltimore plays will be 500, maybe two games above 500. So that's, you know, nothing special. Chargers, if they were my fifth, they would be a wild card team also on the road. If they played like in Baltimore, I don't know if I would pick them but I do think that they're a top five team. I think Brandon Staley's defense is similar to Buffalo getting there. And Herbert's kind of not been, you know, boy wonder as he was the first month of the year, but they're going to get it together. The offense is very good. What I was surprised, and I'll give New England a lot of credit, I did not realize that they were third or third or fourth, whatever, in scoring in the AFC, which I thought was very surprising. So I guess good job to Mac Jones for, I don't know, Throwing it 15 yards better than 12 other teams in the AFC. Proud of you, Bama, man. And you can't say I didn't say anything good about the Patriots. I don't know. They're six. They're fringe wild card three team. They had to bend the rules so the Patriots could get back in. That's fair, right? Yeah, definitely fair. Um, I think the Patriots can be up there just because of their defense. Their defense has shown week after week that they could be one of the top uh, defenses in the entire league. And, you know, they've stopped some pretty good offenses from getting it down the field um, and giving Mac Jones a chance to have a lot of time on the field to, you know, be comfortable and, you know, really get to move the ball and, you know, have that advantage of having the clock on your side. If you had to pick right now, Mac Jones, Jamar Chase, rookie of the year in the AFC. Chase. Jamar Chase, yes. Okay. Jamar Chase. Whew. Yeah. Thought we were going to get two Mac Jones compliments in there. <laughs> nah. Jamar Chase is having an unbelievable year, and you know, he's on pace to beat uh, Jefferson's rookie record. So, you know, you got to give it to him for that. The NFC, if I could tell you, you could have the Packers or the Cowboys or one of the other 13 teams, which would you pick, Bryce? Nah, that's tough. I might have to go Dallas. I think they're more of a complete team than uh, Green Bay is. I like Dallas's defense more, not just because of uh, what Trayvon Diggs brings, but I think as a whole, their defense is just much better at, you know, coverage against the pass, against the quarterback. She, excuse me, but, you know, their offense is just miles ahead of uh, Green Bay, too. I like their offensive or their receiver depth a lot more. I think Dak's been playing a better game uh, than uh, Aaron Rodgers has. I 
don't really like Green Bay's run game at all, honestly. Aaron no, Jones without, has, yeah, without Jones. Yeah, yeah Jones, Jones has disappointed out, so. me so far. But, Ian, would you take one of those two teams, or would you take, I don't know, Tampa Bay? Who else? Uh, Rams. Or no, Rams are yeah, Rams. NFC. Yeah, Rams. Yeah. Uh, nah, I'm a, I'm a stick with Dallas too. Um, you know, everyone knows what happened to Dak a year ago, and you know, everyone knows what that team went through. But he came back. He's easily gonna get comeback player of the year, but. I mean, he could even be a sleeper candidate for MVP because that team has just been clicking on all cylinders all season long. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, come out of the NFC uh, to go to the Super Bowl just because of all the other things that are going on. You know, I don't like that the Rams signed Odell. I think there's going to cause a lot of locker room drama. The Bucks have injuries. The Packers have injuries. And the Rodgers situation. Um, so I think Dallas is just a really complete team. Um, they got Liddy a wide receiver on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, they're going to make a run at it. And I think they're finally going to get there. Um, you know, it's going to be tough for a AFC team to beat them, but it's definitely possible. Steven, you're starting that already. I think uh, we forgot about the boys in the desert, the Arizona Cardinals, because they lost one game. Minus Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins, might I add. Um, yeah, the NFC runs through the desert. The NFC goes through the cactus. Uh, but if I had to pick a team in the NFC that is not my beloved Arizona Cardinals, led by Cliff Kingsbury, coach of the year, I'd pick the Packers. Packers, it just seems like it's their time now. It. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to win second Lombardi. Well, I think Kyler's going to win his first, but uh, I think Aaron Rodgers will get his second and then right off into the sunset doing whatever he wants to do or not do. Uh, Post in jeopardy. But yeah, I just think that uh, Green Bay, it seems like their time. I apologies for, I don't know, not doing my hosting duty, but who got hurt on them and is out for the year? One of the linebackers, right? Oh, uh, no. Robert Tunyon tore his ACL a couple weeks ago. I think it was Winnie in that Merciless game against too. the Cardinals. Yeah, Merciless. He, that was, yeah, that so was, they've lost a couple pieces. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's Aaron Rodgers. As long as Devontae Adams is still breathing, I like them. I don't I know. Think I they just, need Aaron Jones, though. Yeah. I mean, depending – it's like, what, Bryce, two, three weeks they said he'd be out? One to two, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it won't be locked up by then. But, you know, as it goes on, and A.J. Dillon proves that he can be a good uh, spell. It might, it might be because well, yeah, I don't like the way he ran. Yeah, Minnesota's second in the north, and they haven't looked good all year. So, if the Packers can find a way to get through these next two weeks, you know, salvage some games, they they might have it already locked up. That's that's a good next question I just thought of thanks to you, Ian. What the okay, you can't say the Titans because that's that's too easy. <laughs> what division is or the and oh that is the AFC South. Um what division is done? 
we know the winner is just not official besides the AFC South. The AFC East. Really? You, there's, yeah, there's, I wasn't going to say that. But. There's no way the Bills are losing the AFC East. I don't care how good people think Mac Jones has been or you know how good the defense has been. They've been great. Uh, but, you know, it's still the Bills' time. Like, this is Josh Allen's time to run the AFC East, and it's his time to shine. And, you know, they just got to go out there. They got to find some guy who can run the ball and, you know, give Josh Allen a break so he's not throwing 40, 50 passes every game. Because after a while, you're going to cause fatigue. Um, but I think their division is so easy and they're going to easily just wipe out the Jets this week and then they'll be fine. They're going to be the first team to uh, clinch their division this season. You know, I wanted to go with uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but that sounds too cliche. Everyone expects that. So I got to go with the AFC North and Baltimore Ravens. I, the Cincinnati Bengals took a step back, sadly, but um, Steelers, I don't like their brand of football, really. Baltimore is really the only one who's played a consistent uh, brand of football throughout the season from one to, from week one to what are we in, 11 now? Jeez. Um, yeah, I think really the Bengals are the only team that can give them run for their money and I don't see that happening at all. So I got to go AFC North and Baltimore. I'd say NFC North. I think if the Vikings win this week, maybe, but they're not going to win. So I, I don't give them a chance at all. And the Packers, it just seems pretty easy for them to coast in. Now, they'll probably have to not – do the typical resting your starters because I imagine they'll still be fighting for the top seed in the NFC. So they'll play, you know, with that heart and desire, whatever you want to call it, the last couple of weeks of the year, even though the division will be in hand. But I like Green Bay to lock it up pretty quickly. Bryce, just what's something week 10, we didn't know. Now going into week 11, we kind of know. Just a, a nice Bryce thought nugget. That's a very good question. Uh, you know, I was hoping to see more from the Rodgers and Russell Wilson game. I think they left a lot of football on the table. You know, Russell, I can see he hasn't played in forever and he has a bad hand, but you still expect to see at least three points put up from the Seattle uh, team. Rogers, he only missed what one game and he was still around the team. He was still doing virtual meetings, stuff like that. And they only put up 17 to a terrible Seahawks secondary. I expected, you know, at least a 30 to 24 tight battle, high scoring battle, but we just didn't see that and kind of shocked me. Ian, same question to you. Um, Cam Newton is going to be the starting quarterback for the Panthers. I think the Panthers are going to turn it around like how they 
start of the season, they're going to be the seventh seed uh, in the NFC because of Cam Newton. I think, you know, the way that you guys probably saw him leading the huddle in his first game back uh, just goes to show uh, how much of a leader he is. And, you know, even though he didn't play much, you know, he looked like the old Cam. He looked very athletic. And I think with him and if they can keep McCaffrey on the field, they have a real shot at that division, um, especially with the Saints losing Jameis Winston for the year and the Bucks losing a lot of players to injuries. You know, they might have a chance, but I could definitely see them uh, gain that last wild card and sneaking in there. Thing I don't get going into week 11 is how there's so many teams that we don't know week to week what to expect. Yes. Like, like the, the Chiefs. Kansas I, I, City Chiefs, yes. Yeah. It's crazy how we don't know what Chiefs we're going to get. The Packers, it's two weeks in a row. The one week with Bryce or Rams. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Love on the road, sorry. Uh, you know, you don't know what you get. The, the Rams, the – you know, I think Ian's point is true. They're Odell better Beckham, than what they're playing. Odell Beckham is going to cause problems, I imagine, because he went from being like when Antonio Brown went to the Bucks last year, it worked perfectly. Obviously, Antonio Brown was kind of out of football for a year, so he kind of did have to have a chip on his shoulder and not be Antonio Brown, you know, with his antics. But Odell Beckham Jr. still thinks that he's the guy who made the one-handed catch all those years ago. So he's going to be wanting the ball. And without Robert Woods, he's just going to be in Matt Stafford's ear constantly. And Matt Stafford can't have that because it was going so perfectly. And then, you know, you bring in the new shiny toy, but did you really need it? I think even if Van Jefferson was the number two, they would still be fine. But a full week of practice, and I guess that'll help us with the Rams. Yeah, Stafford really only threw to him twice before the game, and he only got 12 snaps. Uh, during the game, so give them a week on the by, give them a bye week. See how they do in those two weeks that we don't see them. And if um, you know they still aren't playing to their brand of football, then it's probably time to worry. Yeah, I think that the Rams were the clear cut favorite uh, before they signed Odell, and now with them. Uh, they take a very uh, large step back. And, you know, obviously losing Robert Woods is uh, big, but, you know, the game that they had uh, last night uh, was very disappointing. And I think if you're the Rams, you go into your bye week, you come back and, you know, you restart all over. Uh, Cooper Cup's your number one guy. You got to let Odell know that. And you know, let him fill in where he's needed. So, Ian is one half of the Pinstripe House, which I mentioned before, which is a new podcast under the Sportswave umbrella. So, Ian, if nobody saw episode five and four on our YouTube channel, please explain to them Pinstripe House. Uh, so basically. We've been talking all about uh, the Yankees rumor mill and everything that's going on. Um, the Yankees are currently in pursuit of uh, Corey Seager, who is uh, the shortstop that I've wanted to go after ever since he was made available. Uh, we talk a lot about him and Correa and, you know, 
me and Chris keep battling between the two because he wants Correa. Um, Justin Verland is a, another guy that the Yankees have, you know, honed in on the past week or so. Uh, that's an interesting option. He's coming off of Tommy John and stuff like that. But, you know, basically we just uh, try to fill you guys in with Yankee news every week, you know, keep you guys updated on what's going on and then have some uh, fun little debates where, you know, we take a player that's currently on the Yankees or a staff member uh, and one of us will defend that player and interrogate. And we have some questions uh, that we have to back them up on. And then we let the fans vote on that. Bryce, what you got going on? You just run a little Instagram account, don't you? Bryce doesn't know this, but he's muted and we he can't hear muted. him. Oh, geez. What's up? I'm back. Uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. You run a little All Instagram right. account, don't you? Yeah. Check me out. The FBA analyst. I'm faster. I like to say I'm faster than Ian Rapport and Adam Schefter, and I'm better than your favorite reporter. So check me out there. Check me out. The CFB Scout, uh, check out Sports Wave. That's really all I got to plug. Ian, you didn't plug your Instagram. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, pinstripe.pals on IG, Twitter. Uh, you guys can also follow my personal page, Ian underscore Lynch 20. Um, any questions you guys have about anything, whether it's Yankees, baseball in general, uh, other sports too. I'm into all different sports. My teams are all over the place, as you can see. I got uh, green for the Celtics. I got Oh, jeez. You're a Celtics right and Rangers fan on top of it? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. It is. Yeah, We got too is. many Celtics fans in here. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, you know, the Celtics are having a rough year. but Yeah, don't tell a couple of the owners about that. Don't tell anybody you're a Ranger <laughs> fan. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I just do this. I work a lot. Uh, TSW.NHL. Uh, hope you enjoyed. TSW XFL, don't forget that. I mean, everybody did, Brycey. But uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll be back hopefully Sunday. If not, Sports Waves YouTube, Instagram, 